All right, and welcome to another edition of the Survivalist Podcast. Uh, so, folks, uh, it's been a little while. It's been it's been a while uh, since we did the show. Uh, you know, things have been pretty crazy, pretty busy, pretty nuts. But uh, I, I am trying. I am really trying to do the show more often. I know I've been slacking a little bit. Uh, I've been getting the blog posts up and stuff like that, but the podcast stuff has really been kind of kind of slacking a little bit. So I do. Uh, apologize for that. We are going to try. I'm going to try to make sure we do the show more regularly. But uh, like I said, things have been things have been kind of a little kind of a little crazy. So uh, a couple things, folks, to just to get to uh, some housekeeping stuff. Uh, for those of you that are listening, a bunch of people uh, have noticed, uh, even though despite <laughs> we haven't done the uh, the the show in a while, uh, a bunch of people noticed that we did change the hosting over to SoundCloud. Um, I was actually using GoDaddy to host the site, and I still am using it. But the, the site itself, the podcasting, uh, the streaming audio and stuff like that was having uh, some issues with, with their service. So we just went ahead and just decided to go over to something like SoundCloud, which is really, I mean, that's what it's built for is to stream audio. So uh, we did that. So that's something a lot of people have pointed out. Recently, they noticed that uh, the hosting for the show and some of that changed over to SoundCloud and uh, they're wondering what happened. And, and like I said, the site's still up. Uh, you know, survivalinfo.org. Uh, it's still there, still up. I still post on it, uh, you know, weekly, uh, more than, you know, weekly actually. But, you know, that's all still up and going. So, uh, you know, everything's just as it was for the most part, uh, except for we just changed the podcast thing over to SoundCloud. And uh, the other thing interesting about SoundCloud too is because I, I, I got an iPad mini. Uh, my wife bought it for me as, as a gift. Uh, one, helped, one of the reasons helped me do the show. And... It's uh, SoundCloud, I guess, is a lot of native apps and a lot of stuff that actually works really well with it. And the way I was doing the show uh, up on GoDay is basically how it works. I have to drop the file to like Dropbox and then I would have to, you know, jump on the site and then uh, copy the link down and then, or share the link, copy the link down. It, it just really got to be uh, really quite a hassle. And uh, SoundCloud is nice because it's, it's built into everything and it really makes it easier for me. And maybe if it, I don't have to go through all the hassle. Uh, you know, maybe not, not be more inclined, but if I don't have to go through all the hassle, I'll be able to, you know, really uh, be more efficient with getting the shows out. And and that would be the problem too. I'd record a show, and then it'd be like almost two, three weeks before I get it posted. So uh, this should be hopefully new system should be much easier. Still recording in the mobile rig on the in the you know. So that's uh, how to make it as easy as possible. We got a new microphone too here uh, as part of it too. I got a, a hands-free mic now. I was using the Bluetooth mic for a while for the show. Uh, but I got a wired hand-free mic now, noise canceling and all that. Uh, that's really been helping out quite a bit with uh, getting the show, uh, the sound quality and all. That's really I feel find it much better. So anyway, uh, on to more important stuff. Uh, also, to some housekeeping as well. I just want to point out one thing. Uh, if you want to support the show, uh, if you go to survivalinfo.org, uh, there we have our uh, survival gear shop. Uh, we really don't sell anything. Uh, it's mostly just reviews of all the survival gear and stuff that I have with Amazon links. Uh, anything you buy or anything you purchase uh, does help uh, support the show, and we do greatly appreciate that. Also, too, if you go to techgeekdeals.com, uh, that's another site of mine. Again, uh, again, nothing we don't really sell anything. It's all just Amazon affiliate links. And, and when you actually go to techgeekdeals.com, uh, it was kind of funny. I had my wife laughing about the other day. We were talking about all the stuff I have for Salem. My wife goes, I can't believe this is all, everything's on here pretty much is stuff you've tested. I said, I know. I said, that's how much tech stuff I've, I've bought over the last couple of years uh, with all different jobs and stuff I've done and all that. So I, uh, I really do get to 
uh, really play with a lot of technology stuff. So uh, any of that stuff is up there too, and I have actually used it. And if you have any questions, uh, the link, obviously, survivalinfo.org, there's a link right in there for my email and for my Twitter. Go ahead and reach out to me if you have any questions about any of the gear uh, there or on any either site, and I can tell you about it if you have any questions or anything, because I have actually used it all. So uh, I do really appreciate that. It does help the show, uh, keep the show up, keep it free. So I do appreciate that. Uh, so, folks, uh, some things have changed on the homestead recently since the last time I did a show. Um, we're coming up on winter here right now, and uh, it's getting pretty cold, getting pretty damp out. And uh, so we got rid of all the all the chickens. Uh, last year I did them over the winter. Um, I'm not really doing the chickens right now going into winter. It's just too much of a pain in the hassle, too much of a pain in the butt and a hassle for me. Um, right now I'm splitting firewood, getting ready for the winter, and and all that. And it just I just rather at this point. Uh, you know, just uh, I'm, I'm probably gonna do them again in the spring. Uh, these chickens, uh, we actually kind of are. We actually, I didn't actually butcher them or I slaughtered them. Or that the we actually gave them to another farm, uh, and they're actually going to be making eggs still. So it's not like we butchered them or anything like that. Uh, I just don't have the time for them right now. Uh, the ducks, we were doing the ducks for a while. Uh, we got rid of them as well. Um, we always got rid of them in the winter, and you know it's. It has nothing to do with with being lazy. It's just, I just don't right now. Um, unfortunately, this is only a hobby thing I do, and unfortunately, uh, my business has really picked up, which is really good, by the way. Uh, my business has, has really picked up, and I don't really have the time to dedicate to all these other little side projects. Um, I just don't. Uh, right now, we're still running the homestead. Uh, we're still fixing it up. Uh, I'm still doing the prepping thing and all that. Uh, I did plant some trees. I planted a bunch of plants and stuff of that, that stuff that we've we're doing, but I just do not right now. My my biggest asset is my biggest most valuable thing to me is is time and I just do not have a ton of it uh, with my business being picking up. So, unfortunately, this is really more of a hobby thing and more something I mean I'm into it. I really enjoy it. Uh, but for right now, it's it's just easier for me to to prep uh, than it is for me to homestead. And I know that sounds kind of crazy and I, and I want to talk about that a little bit because uh, one of the things that uh, we've been talking about uh, recently, me, a couple of friends of mine who are who are into this stuff as well is, you know, is if you have a business, uh, you know, it's it's hard to to do the whole, it, it's very tough when you're when you're working all those hours um, it's really tough to home, to, to homestead. Uh, I just don't have the time to attend to a garden properly. I don't have the time to can like we did. Uh, I don't have the time to, to deal with the, the chickens and the goats and all that. Uh, when I was home a lot, uh, and my business was, and I wasn't traveling as much, you know, it, it was easy for me to maintain that. My wife, uh, it's very hard for her. She has to take care of both kids. Uh, she has a job as well, so it's it's hard, and I just don't have the time. So what we've started doing is instead of my wife and I becoming that per, the per, the per kind of people that you know we produce for our homestead, uh, we have become instead of the you know the the homesteaders, we become kind of the the hunter gatherers, where you know we've got a you know we, we're you know I went out, we went deer hunting this year, I got a deer, we packed the freezer. Um, you know, my, we've started doing the deep pantry. We've started doing dry goods. We started doing the, the, you know, the, all the red, you know, the, 
the pre-made food that could sit for 20 years. Uh, we started doing the water, you know, we started, you know, having quite a bit of water on staff, on tap now and all that. And, and we started doing that because, um, you know, we, we have, we're, we, we're the kind of people that we're going to have to do the deep pantry and the prep stuff. And if something happens, uh, then we'll have to, you know, and the world comes and, you know, we don't have to work anymore. Then I have, I'll have the time to work on the garden every day, work with the animals, work with, but I just do not have the time to build that infrastructure right now. Um, with, with having, with having a, a family and, and most importantly the, the business, um, you know, I'm the breadwinner out of the family and you know, it's important for me as the breadwinner to the business has to be first priority. And while I think that prepping is still a priority that everybody should do, and I will always be prepping for stuff. I just do not right now have the time to build the farm homestead that we originally had planned. We've actually scaled back quite a bit. We, uh, well, the chickens, like I said, we'll probably get back in the summer. Um, but, but that, so I'll probably do the chicks again in the summer. Um, but I just don't have the time right now to, to sit back and say, okay, you know, we're going to do this, this, we're going to do raised beds here. We're going to do, you know, um, a hydroponic system here. We're going to do, you know, I, we just, we don't have the time for that. Um, you know, right now we're splitting wood and all that gearing up for winter. And I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could maintain doing both the, 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 you know, the, the homestead and, and getting that and maintaining and refer. I just don't know if I have the time. So right now I'm doing, we're still doing a lot of homesteading things. I still have, I probably have about maybe a bunch of cords of firewood. I bet you we could probably burn wood and, and all that for probably a year without ever needing more. Um, I've got so much of it. Uh, you know, and, and that's fine. That you know, that's the way we do it. Um, you know, one of the reasons why we like a fireplace uh, over a pellet stove or over propane is because if the you know if we have to, we don't have heat. My wife and I could still throw a fire on and keep the kids warm. That's a backup plan for us. We we do occasionally have no power, so we actually do have to think about this kind of stuff. We're my wife and I are tucked in the woods a little bit, and you know, for us, it it is an essential thing to make sure that we can build a fire to keep our kids warm because it is a very good possibility that since we're tucked away in the woods it's a very good possibility that we may not have power for a couple days we're not a priority we're not in the city we're out in the woods so that's one thing um and the other thing too you know it's just you know it, it's it's something you know we, we always think of worst case scenario you know what what do we need to survive and we need warmth we need water and we need food all of that we have we have all that prepared, pre-prepped. I mean, I bet you if we lost electric tomorrow, I bet you we could go, I bet you we could survive for, for months, for, I mean, just for months, I mean, for months on just the canned foods, dry foods, and, and all that on the stuff we have, because that's, we, we have a very deep pantry. We have the dried food for after that. Once the pantry runs out, we have the dry food. We have probably, we, have, we probably, we probably have, I bet you probably 50 to 100, but at least 50 gallons of water. You know, we had the wood stove. I got some. So I mean, we, we're, we're ready. We're prepped. And and what I will do is, if the world ever comes to an end, I will have plenty of time to, you know, while the while you know while we're using those supplies, I'll start building out the infrastructure. You know, um, you know, to re replenish what we're what we're taking. But right now, I just don't have the time to do that. And that's something you really need to think about. Um, you know, uh, and, and there's things you can do. The hunter-gatherer mentality 
um, sometimes it's going to be in, in certain situations you are. I have a lot of people, uh, friends of mine, that live in that live in the city. Uh, they live in high rises in, in New Jersey, um, and they're apartment dwellers. And, and that's you know, and and they don't have acres like I have that they can do that. They they have no choice. They have to hunt, gather, all that. that they have that. That is their only way. I mean, yes, yeah, some people do urban patios and stuff like that to you know to grow fruit and vegetables but that's not going to be sustainable forever so but that's something extra you can do but they have no choice they have to have the hunter gatherer mentality because they may not in a very you know they may not they don't have you know acres of land to to, to grow and and to raise chickens and to do the things that i do and and that that's fine that's that's they they need to prep because they don't have the space we have so it's that hunter, that's that 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 hunter gatherer mentality versus the the home, you know, versus the the homestead, you know, permaculture mindset of okay, you know, it, it, you know, it, it just that's just the way it is. And one thing that's nice, one of the re, one of the things I love about where my wife and I live is we're able to have a situation where we could say okay, you know. We have this much on stat, this much on on stock. You know, we gotta start building this out. If you know, if you know, it ever hits, you know, if if you know, stuff ever hits the fan, you know, we, we're prepped that we can hold our own for a while until we have to, you know, while we're building out the infrastructure and the permaculture, uh, which takes time. And and you know, and I will say this: one of the things that's very difficult where my wife and I live, we live in the mountains. And it is really hard to grow anything because we live in rocky terrain. Uh, I know a couple of friends of mine that live down in Texas. Uh, they were actually have a farm down there, and he said to me, he said, he goes, dude, it is hard to get anything to grow down here. Uh, he's actually said it. He goes, you know, Texas is, is even worse. Uh, you know, or, or Arizona where you have very little to no good soil. So I mean, that that you know that that's a different thing. That's something to think about even right there. So uh, you know, it, you're going to have to decide as a prepper is do you either do you do the hunter-gatherer thing, do you, or or do you or are you a permaculture person? Hey, if you, hey, I'm saying right now, when I if I you know eventually if I ever sell my business and retire, I got a long way to go for that. But if I ever sell my business and retire, I'll probably I'll probably have the, the chickens, the goats, and all that. Um, but just right now, we don't have the time. Unfortunately, you know, um, you know, we we had uh, you know had some had some deaths in the family and stuff like that. And um, you know, my wife and I have a lot on our plate right now. Um, you know, I'm not getting too much in my personal life, but we have a lot on our plate right now and we just don't have the time to maintain like we did. Uh, we've scaled back tremendously. Uh, for a long time, my wife and I were planting all different kinds of trees. My wife was doing the garden. I was doing the chickens, the goats. Um, you know, we were doing everything and, and it was great, but it, it's a lot to maintain. It's a lot to keep up. It's a lot of work. So, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but I just don't have the, we just don't have time for it right now. Uh, but you know we, we've supplemented. My wife and I have done the you know the you know the you know the powdered eggs. We've done the powdered milk. We've done the you know we make sure we have stuff to cover us in that event. And I'm sure and eventually I'm sure we'll grow the homestead back out again and start doing permanent culture stuff. And I really want to do the aquaponics system again. Those were working out great. Uh, I actually would like to do a podcast on those. Uh, those were working out really really well for us there for a while. And uh, you know we we were doing all that kind of stuff and. You know, my wife and I were talking about that, and you know, the, those were really working out well. And, and we were growing tons of herbs and spices, and 
Uh, we had grown carrots. We had grown pepper. I mean, we, those things were. That was probably the the probably. I would say that might be the the best thing we've ever done as far as it's easy to maintain as somebody who has a full-time job. And they're easy to maintain. You just got to keep watering them, let the stuff grow, make sure it's, you know, it, it, it's really not a lot of work. And, and that's something too. Uh, and, and I'm not like, we built our own, which was just, which was fine. Uh, my wife and I, uh, actually, one of the things that we were actually doing was uh, we were actually, not only were we doing the, you know, the with the hydroponic systems but we actually had them in our garage at one point uh just because we have uh, i had some heat going in the garage and we were actually over the winter we were actually doing some of that and they're not hard i mean you don't get enough to feed a whole family but you 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 know they, it stuff keeps growing as long as there's more you know warm heat and water uh it worked out pretty well for us so uh that's something you can do and it's not a lot of work it really isn't um, but that's something I'm thinking about we possibly may do even two down the road. Uh, my wife and I have even talked about when we were doing some work, this ain't the other thing on the house. Uh, we were doing the swells for a while where I had everything built on a platform and then every day she used to go turn the water on and it would just kind of flood the whole area, irrigation and all that kind of stuff. And, and that worked really well uh, also. But, um, you know, we just, you know, again, just on the time for it. But um, one of the things that we were doing a lot of, especially... Uh, since we had the chickens, we're having le- I'd move them every year, and wherever I moved them, the next year my wife would plant there, and that was working pretty well. We had the, the soil at our house from having the chickens the last couple of years. Uh, really, the, everything grows, everything's starting to be much easier to grow there. It was really hard. Uh, one of the things we've had to do with the trees, though, uh, we've had to fence off the areas only because we've had to deal with the animals and stuff like that, bite, you know, chewing on the trees and stuff that we grew. Uh, the deer, especially, we have a lot of deer in our area. They're great for hunting season, not so good for permaculture. So that's one of the things we've been working on as well. But like I said, I wanted to talk about, like I said, one of the things I did want to bring up today on the podcast was the whole hunter-gatherer mentality because uh, one of the things that I've, I've been talking to a lot of people about this recently is are you a hunter-gatherer or are you a, you know, are you doing permaculture? And everybody, of course, wants to do permaculture because it's an endless, never-ending supply of resources. But the truth is, as somebody that has a full-time job, can you maintain it? And, and if you don't, you're just wasting money. That's not good either. Uh, one of the things that my wife and I have talked about is the amount of money we've spent on fencing and gates and all the stuff we've done around the house. And, you know, it's, it's not an easy thing to do and it's not an easy thing to maintain. And it's a lot of work, especially when we're trying to fix up the house, uh, which we've been doing. And that's just the reason, too, why we're scaling back a little bit, too. Uh, we have to do some home repair. Uh, we've got a roof that needs to be done. And my wife and I have uh, some other stuff. We, if you, Any of you that have seen pictures, I've done videos and pictures. You can find them on the website, uh, survivalinfo.org. And if you've seen our house, you know we have, we have a major, major fixer-upper. And we've done all the work ourselves, practically almost all of it, if not all of it ourselves. And um, do we have some home repairs coming up that we need to do? And my wife has some other things we need to do. And we, like I said, we just put in the wood fo- wood stove recently. We've did some did some tiling lately. We've uh, done a lot of stuff with with just just tons of stuff over the over the winter, over the summer and the winter. Uh, home repairs that we have to get done. So my you know my wife and I, have, saying that saying our house needed a little bit of work when we moved in is. Like a major understatement, uh, we did buy a fixer-upper, which is fine. But you know, we have so much to do 
and you know it's just not um you know it's just, it's just right now we just we don't have the time because we got to get the work done around the house and fixing the house up and then plus two i also have to like i said we also have uh the financial responsibility too once you have animals and we got to keep them up so you know we've got a lot to do with that stuff so it's it's one of those things that it's it's a tough you know a tough thing you got to juggle it and and like i said you know and some people you know have all the time in the world do it they're retired then or they don't have to work and you know they could take every day take a couple hours work on the garden take a couple days work you know work it and when you're working full-time especially running and, and not even working full-time when you're running a business uh you know working 12 hours a day uh it's really hard to justify and say to your your, your spouse or, or or even yourself and just say, okay, I'm going to cut back on business and money that we're using to pay our bills, pay down our debt, uh, pay the house off, you know, use money for home repairs. To say, okay, I'm going to cut, I'm going to cut back on hours. I'm not going to take a job today because I got to go home and scrub out chicken coops, or I got to go home and, and deal with the uh, you know, the hydroponic systems. Uh, it's just hard to say that kind of stuff. And and I mean, I think, like I said, for us, we we we've kind of changed our mentality from the, you know, from the we're still preppers we're still preparing for the end of the world but in this case we've decided to change our mentality from that uh from you know to the hunter gatherer kind of prep you know have everything ready you know supplies have everything enough to last us six months or so uh, instead of saying okay you know let's 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 you know both quit our jobs and live off the land that's just not possible so and you know it's one of those things and, and that's that's a decision you're gonna have to make as a person as a couple as a family whatever it is you're going to really need to to make that decision of what you're gonna do and and it's fine you could change back and forth I mean it doesn't matter you may say one year this year you may say okay this year I'm gonna build the, I'm gonna do the garden all summer next year you may say okay I'm gonna do chickens this year and you may keep building the infrastructure out then there may be a year you may tell your, you know, you might say to yourself, well, I don't, you know, I don't have the time this year. I got stuff to do. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with taking a step back or saying, you know, maybe this year I'm going to cut back or next year, you know, you know, we just have made the decision as a couple to say, okay, we are going to scale this operation back a little bit and we're still going to be doing the things we used to do. I'm still going to plant trees. I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna have chickens come springtime. I'm still gonna do all that stuff. I'm just not, you know, I'm just, I'm just scaling it back right now, if that makes sense to you. So, uh, you know, especially like I said, with with so much stuff we have going on, and and again, part of it is is you know we've talked about it before, is you know reinforcing the home. We've talked about reinforcing the homestead. And in this case, you know, what I'm doing is, you know, I, I'm doing home repairs. I'm saving, you know, I, and, and I'm not, you know, part of prepping too. Part of prepping is saving money. And part of the thing is too, is I can scale back what I'm doing right now. Um, I can do some of these home repairs myself and save a lot more money, um, you know, and, and, and that might be something you can do. Right now I'm saying, okay, right now me being somebody who's very handy, I'm saying, okay, let me take a step back and instead of you know doing all this outside work and all that over this winter i'm going to get rid of over the winter i'm going to get rid of the chickens i'm going to get rid of you know we're not doing pigs we're not doing that we're not doing any animals outdoors over the winter we're getting you know 
what we're going to do is we're going to go, you know, we're, we're going to work inside the house. We're going to, we're going to do a lot of home repairs ourselves. Instead of hiring somebody, spending thousands of dollars on home repairs, we're going to take the winner. We're going to work on the inside of the house. We're going to take care of anything that's causing a problem. You know, we're going to, uh, you know, we're, we're doing, you know, we're, we're going to, we're, you know, in this case, we're cutting back to save money. So, you know, and, and to save time so that we can do other things that need to be done that can save us money. So, you know, it, it's a juggling act is what it basically what it is. I tell that all the time. Sometimes prepping is juggling. Um, it's, a, it's juggling what you can handle, what you can't handle. And in this case, you know, we're scaling back the operation to to save money to do work around the house and to, and to do things that need to be done. We have some, some things on the roof that got to get fixed for winter. We have uh, some other uh, home repair stuff that's got to get done, some plumbing stuff, some heating stuff that I have to finish. I, you know, there's a lot of things that need to get done. And, you know, we're, so we're scaling back the operation a little bit, just for now. Uh, and summer hits, and I'll probably be whole hog again into doing this stuff. So, you know, it's not that I'm... But, but it's not like I'm taking a break from prepping. You know, yesterday we went food shopping, we went grocery shopping, and, and my wife and I, you know, we grabbed all essentials, and my wife said, well, I'm going to grab some some of this canned stuff that's clearance, um, you know, to put away in the for the deep pantry. So she grabbed a handful of stuff that was on clearance, and we put it in the pantry. And a couple weeks before that, my wife had said, we're not doing the chickens. Let me grab some, I'm going to grab some some powdered eggs, and, and I grabbed, uh, you know, some some of this, some of that. You know, since we don't have the chickens, we don't have the, you know, I grabbed, you know, she grabbed stuff since we didn't have the chickens, we don't have the, the ducks, we don't have the goats. She went ahead and said, okay, you know, let me, let me, since we don't have those resources, let me make sure we have enough supplies so that this way when, you know, if we do need that stuff, you know, we have, you know, in reserve until we have a chance to get chickens and all that. So it's, you know, it, it's one of those things where you got to keep being ready. You know, it, it's just that thing. The same thing goes with, um, you know, for example, you know, and, and this is stuff, and I want to point out too, guys, prepping is not something you have to, like, you know, somebody one time said to me, well, I want to prep this or that. It's going to cost like 10 grand in supplies. Well, first of all, you don't have to do it all in one day. I didn't, you know, I, you know, when I, you know, I remember when I first, when I, when I first started thinking about prepping, first thing I did was buy a generator. A couple months later, we bought something else. Then we bought something else. Then we bought, we built shells. Then every time we went to the grocery store, we'd grab a couple extra things that were, especially the clearance. You go to the clearance to see what's there. Oh, look, coffee's on sale today. Well, let's grab a couple, let's grab some of that. Oh, look, you know, uh, canned goods are on sale. Oh, look, you know, that, you know, and then, you know, and then too, you know, oh, you know, what's, you know, okay, we have, we have a hundred dollar gift card for Gander Mountain. Okay, let's go there. Okay, we can use this. We can use that. And, you know, it was stuff, you know, you build up prep supplies over time. You become the hunter-gatherer. And hunting doesn't just mean out in the woods looking for food. It means hunting for deals, hunting for bargains. So you can get the most out of your money. So if you have that, you know, you may want to say, okay, well, let me take this $100 that I have and, you know, go buy stuff that's on clearance that's good quality, but it's on clearance online or at wherever and say, oh, okay, I can get this, 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 and this. Okay, I'm going to put this stuff away now for when I really need it. You know, you hunted for a good deal. Maybe you weren't hunting in the woods, but you were hunting for a good deal. That That is part of that that mentality of, you know, the hunter-gatherer. You're hunting and you're storing. You're hunting-gathering. It should be called the hunter-gatherer-store mentality, but it's not. It's called the hunter-gatherer mentality. But it's the hunter-gatherer-store mentality. You know, hunting doesn't mean, you know, a prime example... 
if you're on Facebook right now, or you're listening to the show and you're looking for a generator, you're hunting for something for your homestead that you're going to store there. Okay. I mean, you're going to go get it. You're going to gather it and you're going to store it somewhere. Okay. So that, that's what this whole thing is. And, and some people, like I said, have no choice. They live in urban areas, especially. They live in their apartment dwells. They, they have no choice. They have to be that because they don't have any place that they can do chickens. They can't do goats. They can't do pigs. They can't do any of that stuff because they don't have the room. So they have no choice. They have to prep like that. And prepping, the, and by the way, folks, I'd like to point out one thing, folks. Um, when you're somebody who is a hunter-gatherer, okay, that does not mean... You know, I met a guy just recently at a, at a, at a show recently. He's like, oh, I'm a prepper. I said, oh, really? You know, what, what, do you, what do you have in your supply chain and stuff like that? And he's like, well, I have a lot of guns. I'm like, okay, well, what, what do you have? Like, do you have a deep pantry? Uh, you know, do, you, do you have dry goods? How do you store? No, right now I just have a lot of guns. I'm ready for the world comes to an end. Well, yeah, I get it. So you're letting everybody else do the... What are you just going to go... If he's almost really going to be raiding every place because he has nothing. Um... But again, you know, I mean, I'm not, not not knocking that, but I'm just saying that's something, you know, just collecting guns is not prepping. I like to point that out because that's something that I really pointed out to me. I said, you know, just because you have a bunch of guns, is not, you know, well, you can never have too much firepower. Yeah, I agree. But you're going to be starving while you're holding down the fort and you're going to be dying of thirst. So I thought that was kind of interesting, too. Uh, something I, again, I, something I just thought was funny, so... Uh, a couple other things I want to talk about uh, too. When talking about the talking about hunter and gathering and all that, uh, when, you, when you're talking about, um, you know, we usually say canned goods, dry food, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, one of the things I would like to point out is not everything you're going to need uh, comes in cans, goods. I mean, a lot of it does, but they're dry food. Uh, we'd like to point out if you are somebody that is like myself with a freezer full of meat that's prepped. Um, one of the reasons why I want the generator is because, uh, you know, I want to be able to run that freezer so we don't lose everything. Uh, but I would like to point out too, one of the things you may want to think about stockpiling is fuel. Uh, I know it's not an easy thing to keep, you know, but one of the things you may want to do is, especially if you know there's a storm coming, uh, you may want to actually get, one of the things, so funny, I, one of the things I, I learned this from living in a, in a you know, having a situation a couple years ago where we were running the generator, that, uh, the longer, an outage lasts, the harder it is to get fuel. So that's one thing that myself, when I know there's a storm coming or something big's gonna happen, I do try to stock up on the gas, uh, you know, the day before stuff, uh, just so we have it. And also with bad weather, I don't wanna be driving in it. But that's something just to bring up as well. Uh, they do have solar generators now. They do have a lot of different options, propane generators. Uh, I'm using the gas one right now. I do have a propane hookup for it. I can hook it up to the propane. I've never had to do that because we've had that long of an outage, but I do have the adapter in case I ever need it. Uh, but that is something you can do as well. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, you, but I do want to point that out. Uh, one of the things I will say, if you are an apartment dweller, running generators, always make sure the thing is vented. Uh, I up, you hear, I always hear about all the stuff going on with people with venting generators, and that's something you want to make sure you have a good spot to vent it and all that because it's really important. Uh, one, one other thing that I do want to bring up as well, um, I don't really, I don't really talk a lot about the news uh, as far as politics go. If you know, you guys have listened for years. No, I, I don't talk about politics a lot. Uh, I just don't. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's my views on politics is I don't think the government needs to stick their hands in everything. Um, I do think we need a government in some 
some form of order but I don't think the government needs to stick their hands into everything um, I'm very libertarian in that fact that I believe people let people live their lives the government doesn't need to stick their hands in everything but I do believe there needs to be some kind of order um, I, but I don't believe in this crap of you know you know well the government needs to have their hands in everything either um, I also don't believe, I do believe that there needs to be order and there needs to be a council and there needs to be stuff, but I don't believe the government needs to stick their hands in, in everything we do. Um, you know, I'm not one of these people, I'm not an anarchist, but I'm not also not one of those people that say, you know, uh, a government, we need government for everything. Um, so I, you know, I'm one of those people that, you know, I think people need to live their lives and that's it. But well, the government is stepping in recently, though, to help with these wildfires. I mean, this is getting out of hand in California. I mean, these are the worst we've ever seen. I mean, acre, I mean, acres and acres and acres of land. What do they say? Uh, what do they say? Sixteen. I forget the exact number. What I just read this morning it was like sixteen or seventeen people dead already um, from these wildfires. It's getting out of hand now at this point. You know, it, it really something something. Really, it's, I'm hoping the government can step in and help put them out. I mean, I know they've had those rolling blackouts recently to try to help with the the fires. Uh, people have actually with celebrities now. They're saying, of, excuse me, I get enough sleep." Yeah, it's a problem. I'm drinking caffeine-free drinks now. That's a problem. I've been really cutting out of the a lot of the caffeine, and that's my problem. Um, but you guys have been reading this. I'm hoping that the government stepping in and helping is gonna. I mean, the amount of uh, just nature and and forests and homes and and all that that's been devastated. Um, it's just unbelievable. I'm really, really hoping. Uh, again, this is that's a prime example of, you know, you know, a, a disaster that happened, um, and, and you know, it, it, that's a major natural disaster, and you know, it's one of those things, and, and, and it's one of those things where you just have to be prepared. Unfortunately, uh, that's the other problem is you can be as prepared as you want. Uh, sometimes, if something's hit you, hit, gonna hit you like that, there's nothing you can really do about it. I mean, you can move your supplies to another place and all that, but generally most of us, our home is our fortress. And unfortunately, something like that is just a really tough thing. And, you know, I'm really hoping, I'm not a big one for the government stepping in and, and doing, you know, and, and putting their nose in things. But I think this is one case where the government really needs to step in and get more manpower than to put these out, because this is going on way too long. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of disaster relief. I think that, you know, people, not everybody's prepped. So I think at times we do need people, the government to step in for disaster relief because some people aren't hunter gatherers. They're not permaculture people. They're just people that live day to day. They have, and, and they don't ever think about this. And those are the people that are most devastated by stuff like this. So that's something that, you know, you, you really got to, unfortunately it's something you, you really got to, you know, unfortunately, the government really does have to help in with the disaster relief because people just are not ready for this, and a lot of people aren't built for it. They're the people, old elderly people, uh, people in nursing homes, something that you know they get hit by something. I mean, that's that's. I mean, imagine clearing out a nursing home with a hundred beds. All those people that can't walk, can't function, dementia, older, or weak. And I mean, that, that's a big deal. Those people are not prepped. I mean, and they're not because they're they're. You know they 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 can't they and they you know they are relying on the people around them to take care of them and unfortunately, in in disaster situations I hate to say it people with you know that are on dialysis people with diseases people and you know it's those are the people that unfortunately don't make it uh, that's why being in good health sometimes is pretty important in a disaster situation um, because you never know when you're gonna 
you know, when you're going to need to be, you know, the guy that has to walk miles or, you know, and it's unfortunate, but that is unfortunate stuff that happens. And especially with these wildfires, they're attacking homes and all that. And, you know, I mean, the government can do that, you know, but I mean, you have homes that are being devastated and, and all that. And, and that's a big disaster. And, you know, unfortunately you, you have to be prepared for that kind of stuff. And, you know, nursing homes and stuff like that, unfortunately are places where, you know, they're, they're prepared, but if something's going to devastate it. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, except evacuate. And unfortunately something like this, a wildfire, that's all you can do is evacuate. Um, and, and it's a tough thing. I mean, you, you can do your best to prepare against it and to prep against it, but, you know, unfortunately, it's just, it's a tough thing. Um, you know, like I said, you can do your best, but unfortunately, when you have big wildfire outbreaks like this, you know, it's tough to stay put when everything around you is on fire. So, I do believe the government needs to step in and needs to do something, and I heard through that they are going to be doing something. So, I'm um, really happy, uh, you know, about that. Uh, but like I said, folks, I, I'm not, you know, I don't really talk a whole lot of politics in the show, as you all know. Um, I do talk some, but not, not a lot. Uh, I don't get into a lot of the, too much of the, I, see, the problem is it just, no matter, I hate to say this, but, you know, we can vote our, our leaders in and all that, but, you know, as far as the government itself goes, I mean, we can complain, we can yell, we can scream, but the truth is they're going to do what they want. Um, I believe that we need less intrusive government. I believe that we do need some kind of government and order, but I don't believe the government needs to stick their hands in everything we do. So, you know, I believe we have rights. I believe that we, you know, I'm not one of those, you know, people, a lot lot of times, you know, it's, you know, people want, you know, no law and order, no this and that. I I don't know, they want no this. You know, it's one of those things where it's, we have rights, we have to defend those rights as a people we do you know the government does oh you know step on our toes a lot and we have to step back but those things can be done in an orderly proper fashion we have first amendment rights for a reason we have rights to you know we have rights to a lot of things and that we need to tell our government how we feel unfortunately they do generally do what they want to do but if enough people make a statement you know, something happened, but I don't think those statements need to be crazy radical either. So, you know, it's, you know, again, I don't, that's why I don't talk politics a lot because I have my feelings is no matter whatever we do, for the most part, the government does what they want. I mean, that, that's what it comes down to. And we're always going to be, you know, and, and part of the other problem is too, uh, and I'm not going to talk a whole lot of politics. I'm really not going to talk a lot about this, but, um, unfortunately the, more people, the more we as a country are divided, the easier it is for the government to do what they want to do. And I think that if we were more united as a country, I think it would be harder for them to do some of the things they do. And, you know, maybe it takes somebody like somebody just talking into a microphone, telling people that, because that's really the truth. I mean, the more we're divided, the easier we are to control. And the easier we are to take over. I mean that—that's the problem. And I think for one—and and that's my real view on that because that's really the truth. I'm not—you know, like I said, I—I I do believe there needs to be government, and there needs to be order, and there needs to be, 
you know, and I do think we need laws. We need, you know, we need police first responder. We need all that kind of stuff. But, you know, and I believe there, you know, this thing of, you know, you know, you hear a lot of times prep from survivors say, oh, it's, you know, it's going to be martial law. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I, no, we need order. We need control. But I think the more we're divided as a country right now, the easier it is for the government to do what they want to do because nobody's talking things out. Nobody's working together. Everybody's still split. And that's kind of part of the problem we have right now is there's so many people that are on op- people that are so far on each end of the spectrum, uh, nobody's meeting in the middle. And, and then that makes it easier for the government to do what they want to do. So I'm, I've always a big one for, you know, the United States, meaning we are all united as one, not this thing of, you know, of, it, it's unfortunate, but it, it's, it's the way things are. And, um, you know, I think we need as a country to, to despite it, who, whatever side of the fence you're on, I think it's important to remember that you have rights and you have things that if, if we if we keep splitting up and things that you know people not people going on opposite ends the, the more we split up and the more we we fight against each other the more the government can do to us and take away things from us so i think you know i think that we're as a country you know we're really divided right now and i think we need to be more united and um to, you know, kind of to protect what's ours and, and to protect our rights. And, you know, like it or not, the people that are making the decisions and all that up above, I mean, they rely on us to pay our taxes, rely on us to pay our this, but, you know, rely on us to go to work. They rely, you know, the, the people like you and I are the people, are the working class people who, <laughs> without us, there is no money for the people up above in the government to do anything with. And, uh, you know, that's really my feelings on that is that, you know, you know, is that, you know, we as a country need to be united and we as the people need to stand strong and, you know, stick up for ourselves. And it doesn't matter what your beliefs are or my beliefs are. The truth is we believe in one, you know, one, you know, we believe in the United States. No matter what side, we're united um, as one. And, and that, unfortunately, is the more people are divided, the more people can do. And that's that's the problem right now. And like I said, I don't really talk politics a lot, but I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, David Draymond actually has a similar view. He's the least singer disturbed. Uh, a bunch of the guys from uh, different, uh, you know, celebrities that have the same feeling I do. Um, it's, you know, that we as a country right now, you know, they're, we're very divided and we need to be more united right now. Um, or things are just going to get worse and worse and worse. And, you know, I, I don't think, I mean, I think that it's just, you know, a thing where we just, we all as a country need to really look at it and say we're all flesh and blood we are all you know working people we're all you know i'm not that we're all working people you know what i'm trying to say we're all people and despite whatever our beliefs are we are the people the government the people that work in government are supposed to be working for us and it in many many situations uh doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on, those people, they are not working for you. They're working for themselves. Um, and that's just something I wanted to bring up, uh, especially since I've been getting a lot of tweets lately about people asking me my views on things. Uh, I just wanted to kind of bring it up. Uh, so I want to thank everybody for listening, and we'll see you on the next show. Thank you very much.